You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's always game day in Buffalo. Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove. We are reacting very, very quickly to the news that broke on Monday. Tremaine Edmonds no longer a Buffalo bill. He is headed to the Chicago bears reportedly from Adam Schefter, $18 million average deal over four years, four years, 72 million, 50 million guaranteed. So we figured we'd talk about it here and discuss other moves. The bills have made throughout the day today. And while we're talking to you, we might even get more moves to react to whether it's the bills or around the league, Matt, in the meantime, we're also doing this because you don't have much time <laughs> no. in this podcast after this. No. So my wife and I, today is the due date for our baby. I haven't talked about it on the podcast, really. Thank you. I appreciate it. This is our first baby. So it's going to be an eventful week. I'm not going to be able to do a podcast later in the week. So I wanted to make sure that we were able to do something before we went to the hospital. So it's honestly been a nice distraction on this Monday of the start of free agency, kind of following everything along because I'm so anxious and nervous about what's to come that this is kind of taking my mind away from it for a little bit. So I'm happy we're able to do it. And obviously there's plenty of big stuff to talk about. Well, amazing. Congratulations. You guys Thank are you. great parents and it's going to be a, it's going to be a very uh, nerve wracking next, you know, whatever, 48 hours or so, but you're, you're yeah. in your hands and, and you guys will be great. All right. Yeah. So let's react to this news. Tremaine Edmonds, after five years in a bill's uniform heads to the Chicago bears, still only 25 years old. I've been saying Matt, on the radio that this really is kind of the poster child for what the bills would love to do, which is draft, develop, retain. They couldn't retain him. The, for whatever reason, maybe we'll learn more where the bill's just not willing to go that high. Did he just, you know, feel like he had a better situation, whatever it is, that's what it is. But I think the overall point here is this is the first real big draft pick that's developed under Brandon Bean and Sean McDermott that the bills have to let walk out the door. Yeah. When you put it that way. Boy, it's interesting. And I think that they probably wanted to keep Tremaine Edmonds, but that number is just so big. And it feels like spending that much money on what I would say is your second best linebacker probably isn't great business. Eventually you are going to need to let difficult, you know, really good players walk away. You're going to need to make these difficult decisions. And I would bet that for 13, $14 million, they were probably in on Tremaine Edmonds. But once the number got up to 18 and there was that much guaranteed money, they were like, you know what? We can go get somebody who's 75% the player that Tremaine Edmonds is for nine or $10 million and then use that extra money to go get another offensive lineman, another safety who might replace Jordan Poyer, maybe another weapon for the offense. So I'm surprised, I'd say, to see Tremaine Edmonds leave, but knowing the number that he's getting, I'm not surprised the Bills weren't in the market for someone that was that expensive. All right, we'll get into that again. Um, not Bills-related, but this does impact the Bills, possibly. 
Jesse Bates is headed to the Atlanta Falcons. That one is just coming over as we're talking. Jesse Bates may be considered the number one safety on the market, mm-hmm. but now we now we wait to see the numbers here on him because this will impact the other Buffalo Bills top free agent, and that obviously is Jordan Poyer. Going to probably be a lot of money, I'm assuming. I wonder, man, that's tough. And also, the Bengals have kind of lost a lot of people today, right? There have been a couple other players. They're both of their safeties, I think, are now gone. Yeah, Von the Bell. One, they did resign Jermaine Pratt, though. Von Bell signed somewhere else. So yeah, I mean, th- this is what happens. Like when you're good teams, you can't keep everybody. It's why it was such like an enigma a couple of years ago when the Bills were able to keep Matt Milano, Daryl Williams, John Feliciano. It was like, okay, let's take one more run at this. But as these, uh, as we see the numbers for Jesse Bates, it's probably going to be a lot of money, and that's probably that's. Oh, do you have them? Yeah, uh, I don't have them, but Ian Rappaport does. I'm going to tell you them. Okay. Four years, $16 million per year for Jesse Bates. Okay, so Jesse Bates is 26, so he's significantly younger than Jordan Poyer. So my guess is that those numbers, um, what do you think it's realistic for Poyer to get? Um, I always thought that Jordan would get 11 or 12. That's what I always thought. It depends. I don't know, you know, at his age, he's not going to get a really long deal, but maybe the annual that annual average will be around there because he'll get money up front because of his age or something like that. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot of money. $16 million a year for a safety fourth highest paid in NFL history. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I think that that's probably right in the wheelhouse of what Poyer will get 10, 11, somewhere in that range. So sorry to, you know, kind of jump on an offshoot no, here to get to Jordan Poyer. Yeah. yeah. This is what we're doing. It's live. I mean, do you think the bills made a mistake not signing Tremaine Edmonds? I don't think they made a mistake. I think that it's a loss for sure. I, mm-hmm. Mistake is a tough word. I think you have to balance everything. I think he's a good player. Look, um, it's funny. I'm going to go on Chicago radio tonight and actually not, not long after we're done with this. And they're going to ask me about Tremaine Edmonds. Here's what I'm going to tell them, Matt. I'm going to say, look, this is a really good player. He's one of the better middle linebackers in the entire NFL. He brings a great skill set. He's super rangy. He's long. He's athletic. He can go sideline to sideline. However, the issue is a, he hasn't made really big impactful plays in his five years. And that's partly because he's not strong at the point of attack. He does get a little bit swallowed up strength wise by bigger offensive linemen. And he's just a tick late sometimes. So if you can live with those things, but you use them, you know, to his skill set with the rangy athleticism, he's a very good zone coverage guy because of his range. Like those are great assets, but you're going to get frustrated with him knowing Hey, it's time for our middle linebacker to make a play. And he just hasn't. Yeah. I think when you're paying that premium for somebody, you expect them to make those big splash plays, which is why maybe some people have been down on Edmonds more than I think they should. Every smart football person that I've ever talked to talks about how valuable and how good Tremaine Edmonds is. They always say, man, this guy's a freak. He covers up so many things on a defense that you would never notice. He covers lanes in the middle of the field because of his length, because of his size. But when you pay somebody $18 million, I think you expect all of those things, but you also expect an interception, a strip sack, a forced fumble, and those happen, but it feels like those don't happen enough to warrant that kind of money, but they do happen with Milano. Like that is maybe Milano can make those plays because Edmonds is doing all those other things, but I'm willing to roll the dice on Milano to continue to kind of have that impact, even next to somebody who is ultimately kind of a step back as a level player compared to what Tremaine Edmonds is. It's just like with what you were paying Milano, especially given the extension and Tremaine Edmonds having $30 million tied up with two linebackers 
just seemed like not the business plan the Bills probably wanted to get into. On that note, let's talk about Milano real quick to end this segment. So um, I I had tweeted about and I had written about the possibility of the Bills doing this. I had heard some rumblings that maybe they were investigating doing something with Milano's contract. So it made sense after I looked at it to say, okay, well, he's got two years left. And then two void years. And for people who don't know what that means is the bills are paying for the extra two years, but he's not on the team. They just do that to spread the money out. Well, basically what I said, what they could do, it looks like they did. We don't know the exact figures yet that they took those two void years and just put them under contract for those years that allowed them to pay him more money. Got $14 million reportedly more in cash. And they lowered his cap hit uh, by $6 million. It was scheduled to count about nine. He had a base salary of over $9 million this year, cap hit of 13. So now he's in the fold. Now you're right. Now you're not paying all this money for these two linebackers. You have this one guy. I've seen people, Matt, wonder, could they move Matt Milano to middle? Could he play the Mike linebacker spot? I'm not here to tell you he can't do it. I think he could do it. I don't think the Bills would want him to do it. I don't think no. they'll ask him to do it. And I don't think it's where he's used best because he is an all-pro, a first-team all-pro to will linebacker spot instead of having to go in the middle at his size, six foot two twenty, where he'd have to take on more interior offensive linemen and go up and downhill. I don't think that's what the Bills are trying to do here. I think what is the, what do we think realistically the bills can go out and spend to get another linebacker that isn't going to be as good as Tremaine Edmonds, but is still going to be, you know, a strong starter for them at a position that they value. What would you put the number at? Like $10 million. Is that probably nine to 10? I was going to say nine to 10. Yep. And, and I think at that cost, you're okay doing that because it then frees up all of this money that you can use elsewhere. That's the one thing. Yes, you are losing Tremaine Edmonds, but you are gaining all of this space that you weren't going to have if you kept him to do other things. And I realize that he's a really good player, but I think there are bigger holes that this Bills team needs to figure out. The first thing I tweeted when the move was first reported was use the $18 million to go find weapons on offense. And I know they still need to find somebody because it's not like they're going to be like, AJ Klein, come on down. You're going to start every single game next to Matt Milano. You could probably keep him and like having him in a rotation just because you know that he can kind of play there for a couple games here and there. I don't think I'm ready to sign up AJ Klein to be like your, you know, full-time starter, but my goodness, you open up so much money. Like if you lose Tremaine Edmonds, but can go get a stud wide receiver or, you know, another really good tight end and another guard or a right tackle to compete with Spencer Brown. I think that makes more of an impact. The thing I said was, okay, you're losing a little bit on defense, go score 40 points every game. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you got on defense. If you can just keep on putting up points. I think I keep going back to the super bowl and how good the Eagles defense was and look at what the chiefs did to them. Like in those moments, you still I'm not discrediting defense. I'm just saying with Josh Allen as your quarterback, your fastball should always be your offense. Invest in your fastball. The Bills do have options internally also to replace Tremaine Edmonds. We'll talk about that on It's Always Game Day in Buffalo.